welcome to the podcast, Can You Take My Shift? Your favorite coworkers are off the clock and back for another episode. you want me to do the intro yeah oh sure kelsey do the intro every week kelsey whenever you're ready do the intro i'm amy i never have to do the intro because i don't think i'm good at it you're so much better at it really amy really amy that's how you're gonna do me every week you're gonna do that feigned weaponized incompetence that's the word yeah i know words i know things because i do this intro every single week and you know what if you weren't my sister, I would kick your ass. I, for a minute, wasn't sure if you were joking or not. I was like, oh my god. But also, you never do the outro. That's how it works. Oh, shit. She got me there. Well, welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> how are you, friends? I know. I usually sing the podcast or I play a musical instrument, but I decided no. This, we're going to set the different tune. This is going to be a yelling podcast. We're just going to yell at each other. We've, just like, said, for, we've said that's sibling rivalry. Absolutely. Like, I mean, siblings, they do fight all the time. At least me and my sister. If you, Okay, but first of all, if you have a sibling and you never fight with your sibling, I don't trust you. Like, I don't trust you at all. <laughs> like, I think you're a psychopath. Because, like, we are put, siblings are put on this earth to fight with each other like yeah. i fight with my sister all the time and like okay there uh, one argument can be made for like oh there's such a big age difference between us so i used to fight with my 60 year old co-worker yeah you couldn't fight with anybody any age i mean like different types of fights like maybe like, maybe don't maybe don't like fight a baby <laughs> Don't please don't fight babies. We don't condone that here. You go to your baby sibling. Fuck you. God, you get so all mom's attention. God, you're so loud. Yeah. Oh, I hate you. I mean, like <laughs> little kids though will like fight with their baby siblings. Little kids though are just mean up to like a certain age. Oh yeah. They got no filter. It's like okay. no. They're like, I hate you. I don't want. Why did you bring this thing home? Yeah. No, see, like Amy and I, we are the younger siblings, so we never, we never had that. We were the ones brought home. <laughs> yep, never had to deal with. I mean, I saw other babies, like I had like younger mm. cousins, but I was like, okay, okay, well, that's my cousin. That's fine. Yeah. No. No, I think because pictures of me, because like when I, my sister and I are only a year apart, so when I was brought home, my sister fully didn't realize it. She just thought it was a doll. <laughs> like she was she's a year old like what was she you can't prepare a one-year-old child to get a sibling like when there's a bigger age difference you can like try to prepare them for a sibling yeah but no when they're one they're just like that thing is here they like poke it they're yeah like, i don't know what this is i don't know what i'm supposed to do with this yeah like one-year-old kids are like when an animal gets an ad a new baby in the house what the fuck is this what did you bring home <laughs> You're telling me that nice giant bed is not for me with the bars? So you I mean, leave me alone? 
You mean I have to share everything now? Nuh-uh. Yeah. Not cool. Or the cats that like those little, like, you know those seats that like rock the babies to sleep? Oh, yeah, those are cool. And the cats are like, what are you, what are you talking about? This isn't mine. <laughs> I, I would love one of those. Do they make adult ones? That just seems really nice. I mean, they have massage chairs. No. I don't think that's like quite the same thing. I, I would like... Just the gentle motion. The gentle motion. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, well, because the thing about it, like, babies, like, they can fit in that thing until they're, like, 10 pounds. So it would have to have some, like, real nice hydraulics. <laughs> It'd be like a roller coaster. Exactly. Be, like, engineered properly. <laughs> well, yeah, because those things, yeah, they're fitting a 10-pound weight. But, like, if you're over, like, 100 pounds, which almost everybody is, mm -hmm. um... It literally, yeah, you would have to have way more mechanics than the just a. <laughs> okay. Why did that make you laugh? I don't know. <laughs> My dream has so been crushed. <laughs> yeah, what are we talking about? I don't know. I mean, Amy and I have been busy. Uh, we did not. Usually, the podcast should have been last week, um, but Amy has had a lot going on at work. Um, She's had to explain things to men, so you could imagine the stress she's under. <laughs> you can imagine how I feel. <laughs> yeah. And I, drumroll please, got a new job. Ooh. How many times are we going to say this on the podcast? <laughs> well, it's been at least four, I think. Yeah. So I got a new job. Um, same industry, different firm. Uh, it's a lot better. There's no men at my firm. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I beat around the bush, but so I, I work in I work in law, like the legal sector. Mm -hmm. Um, before it was like executives. No, I worked for lawyers, and I still work for lawyers. Like, there's nothing wrong with saying that. Mm -hmm. But I work I work I was working for a law firm that started off good and then just declined into um a dumpster fire. Um. <laughs> <laughs> The true, like, when one of the partners leaves the firm, you know the firm is just going under. Yeah. So I'm going to, so I moved to a new firm. Um, More money and no men. And, like. That's all you like, really need. Oh, it was really neat. A nicer building, too. I was, like, so they don't have a lunchroom. It's because it's a very, it's, like, half the size of my old firm. So they're, like, oh, you can just sit in one of the empty offices. So I, like, I toddle in the office, and there's just, like, a beautiful view of, like, downtown. Hmm. Nice the water and the mountains. And I was like, this is this is so nice. I feel like – and I was in, like, this big office, and I'm like, mm, I just – I'm a lawyer. Type, typey, typey, <laughs> I object. <laughs> I I'm use legal jargon in everyday Every life. Day. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so I'm the office manager there at this firm and i've been there i started this week so so far it's been so far so good um you know it's it thankfully no raging misogynists because they're all women um so you know that's real nice yeah we love to see it yeah no one's gonna tell me well actually no um other people may say women are stupid um Oh my god. Ah, oh, I have a story that I want to tell, but I can't tell due to legal reasons. And this is the part that makes me so mad. <laughs> oh, move on. Move on. Yeah. Damn it, it's so funny too, but ah that's the legal sector for you. So every time I wear 
every time I wear the pink to work, I'm like, I'm Elwood's doody 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 do. But then, like, I wear Doc Martens because I keep thinking it's going to snow. So I'm not fully Elwood's. That's fair. Not quite there yet. Maybe in the spring. Maybe in the spring. I'll get some nice pink heels. But honestly, like, I think a lot of people, I was talking to my coworker about this. Like, I used to wear heels almost every day. Mm -hmm. And then after, like, the pandemic, I cannot be bothered. My feet are not trained for it. Anytime we go out and I wear heels, I am dying. Fair enough. Yeah, I just, I can't be bothered anymore. Like, it's fine. I don't need to be tall. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be the short little talking animal sidekick. <laughs> you just extrude tall energy. That's all you need exactly. to do anyway. Yeah, because if I, we all know this. If I was too tall, I would be absolutely terrifying. Yes. It'd be a lot. Yeah, I, I would be a lot to handle. <laughs> or though, maybe if I was been tall all my life, I wouldn't have a complex. I don't know. I think you would. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay. Well, so that's what's going on with work. Um, mm -hmm. I don't have to deal with men, and Amy still does, you know. But it's fine. You know, we do what we can. <laughs> we do what we can. And we actually had, I think, the most... No, that's not true. We had, like, a bunch of men in our house the other night. Oh, yeah, just yes. our roommates had people over. Our roommates had people over, and I was like, there's a lot of men in this living room. I don't like it. <laughs> Too many. Get Too them many. out of here. So Amy and I are like, well, Amy and I, can't, we're coming home from the bus, and we're like, we're going to watch a movie. What do, and then we get home, and I'll, there's just like a bunch of men in our living room playing video games. And we're like, okay, why don't we go watch, we'll go watch a movie in my room, because I have a TV in my room. So we come up there, and then... We're sitting on the bed, and Aria just weasels her way in. We're like, yeah, you don't want to spend time with the men downstairs either. No. And so we decided to watch a film. In the words of Harry Styles, it was a movie. It was a movie. And, Amy, what, um, what Canadian film did you sign up for a free trial of so we could watch, listen, learn and just enjoy so i signed up for a free trial of family channel and the reason i did this is because news came out i believe as of yesterday february 22nd we're filming this on the 23rd news broke that teletoon one of the very popular children's networks in canada is no longer on air it's gone and it's being rebranded just to cartoon network canada which broke my heart to hear <laughs> it really did i was like i didn't think i would outlive a tv channel but here we are like i thought teletoon would be like cbc <laughs> or ctv you know yeah. like it was such a canadian staple because like growing up we had teletoon and then we had family channel and family channel was mainly all like the disney shows plus a couple canadian tv shows and then teletoon was mainly canadian cartoons and then it got cartoon network and yeah. 
Yeah, missing, that, that was all I got. Oh, I'm missing four, YTV. Yeah, we're YTV. The big four Canadian were YTV, Teletoon, Family Channel, and Treehouse. Right. Oh my God, I forgot about Treehouse. Treehouse is still around. I I think so. I think it's still around. YTV yeah. is still around because that's owned by C Global CTV, like like yeah. one of those. It's owned by that one, so that one's never mm -hmm. gonna go away. I don't think. If that one goes away, I will also be like very upset. But Teletoon, I loved Teletoon. I mean, I loved Family Channel, and so I bought a free trial to Family Channel. By the way, which I did cancel today, <laughs> immediately oh, good, good, good. right after. But it's good till the end of the month. So if you want to watch anything else, go ahead. <laughs> How are you gonna watch the latest Buzz? <sighs> I have till the end of the month. Maybe let's put it okay. on tomorrow. Let that work. Okay. <laughs> um, but we decided to watch Life with Luca, which is a Canadian. I, it's not a reboot. It's like it's a continue. It's kind of a reboot, but it's more of yeah. a continuation of mm -hmm. the TV show Life with Derek. And for anybody who doesn't know, which honestly, if you are anywhere between Kelsey and I's age, you should know this show. Like, even, like, Americans know this show, too. It was essentially, like, the Canadian version of The Brady Bunch. And it was, like, a blended family who came together. And the older brother, Derek, and the older sister, Casey, didn't get along. But they had really weird sexual tension. <laughs> Which, as a kid, no one really noticed. But in the past couple years, if you see clips of it on TikTok, or if you just, like, I don't know, like, rewatch an episode, maybe you have a younger sibling and Life of Derek was on TV. It was weird tension. Like, so uncomfortable. So, yeah, we decided to watch the reboot because after hearing about Teletoon... Uh, the Life with Luca movie, I think, came out two days ago. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and so we were like, I mean, why not? You know, it's the end of a Canadian era for television, but it's not the end of an era for <laughs> this Canadian icon TV show. Oh, boy. And we are here to do a review of it. Um, yeah. Okay, so... Life with Derek was actually one. So Family Channel, so with Canadian uh, TV programming, they have to air a certain amount of TV uh, Canadian programming. Yes, because we we get a lot of American television. Yes, but we have to have a certain amount due to Canadian laws. So Family Channel would pop pop out a show, and it would kind of do crappy. And so, because like Family Channel got all the Disney shows, so the prime time spots. You know, like Hannah Montana, Zach and Cody, they got the primetime spots. But Family Channel still had to pump out Canadian shows. And they would get like that 10 p.m. spot, you know, when no yeah. kid was actually awake. Or they'd so, get like the 4.30 slot where like no one's home from school yet. So they would get these weird slots. And because they would pump out these ones, like we're like, and you know, they some were better than others. But some were just like, were, were one season flops. Yes. But Life with Derek is arguably one of their most successful ones. It yes. got three seasons, 
a movie after the third season, and then this is the second movie that is a reboot-ish, continuation of the story. Um, and the big scene that everyone talks about, because, yeah, they have this weird sexual tension that, and it ends with, Derek, you are the most annoying brother. Stepbrother. And it's such an awkward pause, and there is tension for some reason. Like, like okay, so I so I t- titled my title, Oh No, Stepbro, Our Network Has Been Sold. And Amy's like, I don't get it. And so the thing is, if you partake in a watching adult videos on the interwebs, um, there is a lot of adult videos about step siblings, which is really gross to me. But okay, yeah, which is really gross. Amy, you have step siblings. I do not. Um, but I think it's gross. But apparent that is a very large area of people that enjoy enjoy that. So you know, like in so the Brady Bunch, there's I think there's two different versions of the Brady Bunch. Um, there's the one people joke about, like, sure, you know, the Sherjan meme. Oh, yeah. And Marsha, yeah, Marsha, so Marsha. Th- there's an, oh, I think there's, that's the newer Brady Bunch. There was an even older one. Yeah. There's a scene in that movie where, like, he, her brother is, like, watching her, like, they have, like, a curtain divider and he's watching her strip and they totally play into it. But, like, this show was made for kids. I know, it's gross. Yeah. No, it's thank gross. you. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> But like, cause like shows have come out about blended families, and like even the sh- the movie like Yours, Mine, and Ours, there was like a weird sexual tension between two of the older siblings. Yeah, and I mean, if you think about Clueless, the movie mm-hmm. with like Paul Rudd and I can't remember the woman's name. Oh, Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, they actually. Talk. <laughs> yeah, and that's step siblings. <laughs> yeah, that is step siblings. Yeah. So, like it. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's not illegal, but it feels like it is. <laughs> yeah. It's not technically wrong, but yeah. gives me the, mm, gives yeah, me the chills. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. But it's one of those things. Like, I consider Amy my sister. I would never make out with Amy. I just, no, oh, that's weird. It's weird. Weird. It feels weird. Like, it feels wrong. Like, it's not right. Yeah. And we are both gay and we both love women. Yeah. But, like, it's just wrong. No. And that's what the step siblings is. It's just wrong. Yeah, there was a clip that I came across on TikTok. Like, I think, like, last week of Life with Derek. And it's the one where Casey pretends to, or, like, tries to be punk. Like, she's going out with that guy. I literally don't know his name at all. But oh, he's... Yeah. We, he, we forgot what the youngest son's name yeah. was watching the movie. Yeah. Uh, he's, like, a punk. And so then Casey dresses like it. And, like, Derek comes home and it's like, what are you doing? And she's like, what? Do you not like how I dress? And it's like slows down and he like looks at her for like a little too long. And he's like, uh, and I'm like, stop. I hate this. I hate everything about this. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's, so it, it, it's, it's so weird. And then there's an episode where she starts dating. Her, so her, so the kids are, so Derek and Casey are the same age. And that's yes. also very important that they're the same age. And then they have Edwin, who's an, and then they have Lizzie, and then they have, is it Marty? Yeah, Marty. Yeah. 
Um, and then they have Simon, who we 100% forgot about. Oh, yeah, but, like, Simon's part of, like, the movie lore, so, like, yeah. does he, like, yeah. he doesn't really matter. No. <laughs> Sorry, Simon. Uh, Simon's, like, the oopsie baby they get pregnant with in the last episode. Not Derek and Casey, the parents. The par- yeah. Let's be honest, the parents here. Um, but there's an episode where Lizzie, her younger sister, she starts dating Lizzie's soccer coach, and then Derek finds out that the soccer coach is is hooking up with all the other oh yes older yeah. sisters yeah so like he breaks them up and he's like it's not my he's like she's my sister but i'm like mm, it just feels weird like he's jealous yeah and it he's feels, like prote- protecting wrong. her but not in a brotherly way yeah it like look i've talked about this a lot i love a good enemies to lovers trope but not like this. <laughs> not when they're step siblings. Not when they're step siblings. <laughs> I remember, oh. like the show ended. The show, I, I thought the show had way more seasons. It only has three. Mm-hmm. It's three, and then a movie, and now the spinoff. And I remember there was like rumors going around, and it might have been confirmed by the guy who played Derek, but I'm not 100% sure and I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> it's not going to do my due diligence research here. But I remember there being rumors that they were going to try to reboot Life with Derek a lot earlier, but the way that they pitched it to the network is that Derek and Casey actually got together. And that's how they were going to open the show. No. Yeah, so I want to believe that that was <laughs> that was a rumor, but I don't I don't know, and I'm okay with not knowing. I'm okay not having that in my Google search history. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> um, even sometimes when you're like, you know, just looking up something, you know, wholesomely. Yeah. Like yesterday, I was like, "Oh, I need to buy a webcam for my PC." So I just googled webcam. Dumb, dumb idea. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't. Um, <laughs> don't put that in Google. Just go straight to Amazon or Best yeah. Buy, <laughs> and then, and then search there. Yeah. Um, so we watched this movie because um, there was we thought it was going to be a series because. Yeah. A lot of places said it was going to be a reboot series, and we're like, okay, that makes sense. Everything, like, so many shows are getting rebooted because there's no new ideas, and Hollywood is just, like, preying off nostalgia because they know it's an easy buck. Yeah. And they know, like, they don't. it doesn't have to be good, but we'll still watch it. Yep. Cheap to produce. Yeah. So we decided, so we sat down, um, but to watch the movie, and where's my notepad? So... Last time when Amy and I watched something for the podcast, that was um, Lula Rich and Amy diligently took notes. Did. I took notes. Um, I don't know. But, like, it's a lot of long and doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, I'll try to help piece it together. Okay. So we yeah. start the movie. So first thing that goes up. So you know when you're watching a movie and the little thing will be, like, Los Angeles, California. And it'll like tell you where the setting is. And we're like, okay, that makes sense. But then it goes, it starts with Paris, 8.30. We're like, why the, why is it telling us? And this is a thing through the whole movie. It tells us the specific time. Yeah. 
with the setting. Yeah, because the movie starts off in Paris, France at, yeah, like, 8, at eight o'clock at night, and you see this girl trying to sneak into a nightclub. And later on, we find out that Derek is a rock star. Like, he has a band. He's very famous. And it was his daughter who was trying to sneak into his own rock concert, which I also felt very odd about. <laughs> yeah, we have. And then um, this is Montreal, lol, not France, because they're supposed to be in Paris. Yet they all have very friend. Okay, there is a difference between a, a Parisian accent, yeah, and the French Canadian accent. And the way that they spoke French too was very French Canadian. Because if you go to France, they will use so much slang that it's insane. But if you go to Montreal, if you go to Quebec, it's they use slang too but they use different slang and mm -hmm. it's more proper like a, there's a really big joke um where if you go to quebec the stop signs will say arrête i pronounce it horrendously but that means stop in french if you go to paris the stop signs say stop because <laughs> like, they just don't care enough yeah so it was very and, odd <laughs> and how you can also tell that's definitely not paris well i mean of course they didn't have the budget for that but People were not mean enough. Like, when she is pushing through the crowds trying to run away from her dad, in Paris, you literally would be slapped across the face. They don't care that you're 14. Yeah. Also, she probably could have snuck in. I don't think anyone in oh my France God, no would one care. Nobody in France would care. They'd be like, you have a cigarette? Yeah. No? Okay, go away. Yeah. Like, they don't give a shit. No. So, it, yeah. was, it, was, it was very funny. And then we move, so that's how we're introduced to Derek. So Derek's got a daughter, mm -hmm. and Derek's a, a rock star in France. Mm -hmm. And then how we're introduced to Casey is her son is about to do, like, a BMX trick. Yeah, like a stunt. At, yeah, stunt. And then she comes up in her minivan, her Dodge Caravan, with her two other kids in the back, and she's yelling, no! And then he falls, and she goes, my poor baby. And she's coming from court. So Amy goes, oh, she's a judge. And this is where I had to explain to Amy, in Canada, lawyers have to wear these robes to court. I don't. So it's like, no, of course you wouldn't know. The only reason <laughs> I know this is because I work in law. Yeah. So you, you have to wear these weird black and white robes to work. So, like, when you, when you go downtown around the courthouse, it just looks like a bunch of wizards. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> because in Canada, the reason why lawyers wear the robes to court is because it puts them on an equal playing field. So, like, you know, if you're going up wearing your, like, Reitman suit against somebody in an Armani suit, there's no, like, feeling of superiority. Yeah. Which I like. So, I like that. Yeah. So she wasn't a judge. She was just in her robes, and lawyers look like wizards in Canada. <laughs> um... Another reason to doubt that Canada is a real country. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then she mentions uh, her husband is in Europe playing hockey when he should have retired, which that tracks for Casey because in season two, so I remember the seasons by her boyfriends. Season one, she didn't really have a set boyfriend. She had a thing with like a couple guys. Yeah. Season two was Max, who is is a Robbie Amal's brother. Yes. Arrow's brother. Yeah. Um, 
He's the football player, so she's always had a thing for jocks. And then season three is the shitty dude. Yeah, you don't remember his name. You know, you like, remember more life with Derek Lore than I do. Okay, but here's the, but that's the thing about me is I am like my special interest is movie and TV trivia. Yeah, like don't ask me anything about music no. at all, unless it's like a number one song. I don't know it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but I know movies and TV, so. So that definitely tracks that she married an athlete because she liked her himbos. She did. She did. She liked them beefy and she liked them dumb. And, like, I get it. She's a very controlling person. She needs someone who's just like, yes, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and then she talks about him, like, when he's home, he does all the cooking and the cleaning so she can, like, do all the lawyering. And I was like, makes sense for her. Yeah, love love her yeah. love her girl bossing. I do, I found Derek's story weird. So Derek's a single dad because him and his wife his his ex wife are divorced, and she's got a new family with a new baby. But that's all that's said about it. And yeah. I was like, that seems kind of weird that like he would have full custody over his daughter. Yeah, I don't know. It it definitely was, like, a strange thing that they just kind of, like, glossed over, so I didn't try very hard to think about it. <laughs> no, that that's fair. I mean, like, for me, for me, that's what I was thinking, but, like, Kaylee... Casey. Casey's family made, like, very much made sense. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it makes sense that, like, Derek would be divorced like to me oh that made sense that made sense i was like okay sure and i guess maybe maybe his daughter or maybe he doesn't have full custody but the daughter likes to hang out with the dad more so she just does and the mom is like not willing well no to fight she would have to have it. full custody because she she said her mom pretends like she doesn't exist she literally doesn't go to school she's tutored by the roadie oh. they travel the world together so, like, for me, I don't know. Um, so we have that. Um, maybe the times are important. Uh, we have a note here. The angst is not believable. Yeah, so one thing they tried to set up pretty fast is essentially how the movie plays out is Derek try is trying to, like, punish his daughter because she snuck into his concert and what he does to punish her is plans a trip to go back home to visit her grandparents, which are obviously Derek and Casey's mom and dad, Nora and George. And so they get on a flight, and then Casey at the same time decides to also go visit her parents because they want to do this, like, house warmiversary party. And they try to make, like, a whole family thing, and, like, Derek's daughter really doesn't want to go... And so her, obviously she has, like, teenage angst, and um, it's just awful. <laughs> like, I feel like she was, they tried to make Derek's daughter like Casey, and then they tried to make Casey's son like Derek. So it felt very much like they didn't get to play their own characters. Like, they were mm -hmm. falling too much into these tropes, because Casey is a bit of a helicopter mom and her son doesn't like that whereas Derek's daughter has to you know 
we learn that she does a lot of the cleaning. She's learning, like, four languages and, like, does all this stuff, like, for her dad, which is, like, really ridiculous. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, that that is kind of what happens with those parenting styles. Yes. Like, like they, they always say, if you raise your kids, you can have fun with your grandchildren. If you have fun with your kids, you end up raising your grandchildren. Yeah. And, like, usually with those parents who try to be, like, their kid's friend – those are, like, the kids who have to, like, do a lot of raising their parent. Meanwhile, if you're super, like, I've always said this, like, super overprotective parents just raise the best liars. Yeah, exactly. They, they truly do. Like, my parents were on the overprotective side. And why do you think I'm so good at acting? Because I learned how, it's terrible, it's absolutely terrible thing to say, but I learned how to lie <laughs> from a very early age. Now, it's not a thing I'm proud of, but it is a thing yeah that's fair but yeah the angst was um it was a lot like when the kids finally got to see each other they all end up this is another weird thing is the movie essentially like three storylines going on at once so we had everything going on with Derek and his daughter we had everything going on with Casey her older son and then the two younger ones and then for yeah. some reason George and Nora decided to take off to some relative 60th birthday because they didn't get enough notice that Derek and Casey were coming to visit. So they're like, we're going to go to this other family's birthday party instead. Even though George didn't want to go, and it was literally said in the movie, he would do, like, over his dead body, he would go to this. <laughs> and there's a giant banner that goes, still sexy at 60. Yeah, they go to this, like, relative's birthday, and it literally says, yeah, like, still sexy at 60. And that felt weird, especially since this is a family movie. The fact that they won't say some things, but then they have a giant sign that says still sexy at 60. Like it did, there was, this movie did not make a lot of sense. No, it was odd. Like there was a whole thing about how Casey's kids weren't allowed to swear. So there was a lot of the use of the, there was a lot of use of the word heck. Mm -hmm. And like, like, I don't even think they said shoot. Oh, like ship. That was another one yeah. they used. Um, there was all sorts of weird swear words, like pretend swear words being used <laughs> instead. And I was like, honestly, you can just like maybe, I don't think that really needs to be like a plot point, but okay, here we are. Yeah. And then one thing happened. So this is a weird thing, but I hate FaceTime in movies so much because it's so like unrealistic. And they're always like, hey man, you know, I gotta go. Like, Oh yeah, da 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 da, and you like when I'm on Facetime, I'm like, hey. Or it's like on my desk. What are you doing? I don't walk. Or I never walk around in Facetime outside because I don't have Wi-Fi and I'm not using all of my data to Facetime. And like, how much data do these kids? Ha I don't know. I just like hate Facetime in movies. It's, it's like one of my big pet peeves. It's definitely a modern thing because if you mm -hmm. think about it. I think more people now FaceTime than they make phone calls for the most part, just because it seems more convenient to people, even though I find it really weird when I see people on the bus without a headphone taking FaceTime calls, and I'm like, how do you, oh, like, how do you, so how do you hear anything? And also, it's the bus, it's loud. Like, I've been on the phone on the bus, and people are like, where are you? Yeah. But it's oh, definitely like, like a, yeah, like, that's definitely like a generational thing. 
And obviously we know the FaceTime's not real because you know it doesn't have the little box in the corner of the other person and obviously they can't do that in a movie because it would like ruin the continuity or like Mm -hmm. the shots so i get it but yes it is it is strange but the whole movie right so the acting in this movie and the writing in this movie is so disjointed and the acting's not great from really like the, the i'm sorry the two main kids their dialogue like okay we didn't want them to have sexual chemistry obviously yeah um because they are both the same age and they're trying to make them in casey and Derek. and then but like they just had like it felt like two strangers reading a script like it was just it was so disjointed yeah and then like we also get a a weird so remember we had said simon so nora and george get pregnant with simon on like the last episode of Life with Derek. And then Simon pops up and Amy and I are like, who the fuck is Simon? We're like, yeah. oh. And then they go, oh, it's mom and dad's oopsie baby. And they're like, all right, yes, yes, that did happen. Right. And Simon <laughs> is in vacation with Derek. Yep, as a baby. Yeah. And in this reboot, he's like a delinquent that's about to get kicked out of college because he's like the baby and mom and dad think he can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Even though he's honestly kind of a piece of shit (laughs) oh he's such a piece of shit (laughs) he's He's not a very likable character in the movie (laughs) he's obsessed with like the he's like the vegan hot chick um they yeah there's this weird like v sub the his subplot where he's like obsessed with this vegan girl and then they're drinking kombucha that is bright blue that looks like gatorade or kool-aid like we're like what are they drinking he's like it's kombucha and i was like first of all as an avid kombucha drinker myself that is blue water like that is food coloring that is not kombucha kombucha has cultures in it kombucha is not see-through it is it is gritty yeah it has grit to it you can chew it it. yeah (laughs) so the fact that like that's kombucha and i was like you have never seen kombucha in your entire life have you yeah and like his acting wasn't great either like again he was putting on this like over-the-top character And one thing we noticed was also, I think it came down to the writing in this movie was also not great because no. it didn't feel like it was written to be a movie. I feel like it was definitely written to be a TV show and they were told you can have a movie or you can have nothing. And I think that's why there were so many little subplots because they were like, okay, how do we condense this into one thing? Oh, I do believe that too. Cause they even tried doing, you know, the, we talked about this where in movies, no, sorry, not movies, in TV shows, you know, they have the little transitions. Like in Hannah Montana, <laughs> it would be a picture of the house and it would go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. And like in Life with Derek, it would show like, it would slide in a house and then like three smaller ones and you'd have the, like the guitar, like, they, they did that in this movie without the guitar, but there was there was a couple scenes where I think one of them was so essentially going back to the George Norris subplot a little bit. They f- decide to leave the family birthday party after like buying this flight and they rent a car to drive from the States back up to Canada because they live they're close enough to the border. You can do that. And there's this, like, weird scene where it's, like, Canadian border. And then it, like, cuts the screen in half and it shows them driving. And I'm, like, what is the point of this? Like, we, we know as watchers 
they're going to the border. Like, it, it was so weird. Like, there's one where we have, oh my goodness, it's later on. Okay, gratuitous cow shot. Yeah, they just had a shot of, like, cows at one point because they're trying to, like, remind us that they're in the countryside. But we know this! Yeah. Like, it all was just very odd. And then they also decided to, on top of the George and Norris subplot, have them be chased by a jewel thief because they got in the wrong rental car. They oh. got in a car that was owned by a jewel thief. Yeah. Like, there Why? was just, there was too much going on. And, like, even at one point, as we were going through the movie and we got close to the end, we forgot that there was a jewel thief. Oh, yeah, we totally forgot about it. Yeah. And he shows up, like, near the end, and it's just like, oh, right, we still have to wrap up that subplot oh yeah and then the kids went to jail at one point and then of course you know casey was having a bath she leaves the bath water running it's not like we haven't seen this before yeah they get home oh no the ceiling's dripping and then we're like okay what happens with this what does the jewel thief do so he's going he goes into the bathroom to hide and he and i go watch he's gonna fall through the floor so he goes through the floor, but just his legs do. And what do we go? And he was holding his jewels and he goes, oh, no, my jewels. And I was like, this is the lowest hanging fruit. <laughs> Who? What kind of jewel thief would yell, my jewels? <laughs> like, but like, because it, because it's a, like, it's a ball joke, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Oh, actually. Okay. I didn't I, get I wasn't that. sure if you got that. Nope. Okay. You know, the family jewels. Light bulb. I get it now. Okay. Wow. That took a whole day to connect. Oh my god. Look, I know I had a drink with the movie, but like not that much. No. But yeah, like this, um Okay, that makes that makes way more sense now. I'll let it go. That's fine. <laughs> we oh my can... god, I can't believe you didn't understand that joke. I thought that was like the lowest hanging fruit. Okay. I'm gay. Why why would I <laughs> Gay people can know ball jokes, Amy. <laughs> oh. oh. No. So, but the, I, my last, my last, after I go, lol, I go, my jewels, then they sing the song that we forgot about. Oh, yes. There is an episode in the original Life with Derek where Derek wants to start a band and i don't think they're having much success they need a singer mm -hmm. and yeah. so then casey joins but it's like i'm only doing this if we sing the song the way i want it to be sang and it's this like slow love ballad yeah and then everyone ends up hating it and then they do like a different like rock version of it it's a very cheesy song yeah. but like as soon as the song came on in the movie we were like, yes, we know this. <laughs> yeah, it unlocked, like, back in our brains here. Because it's like, it literally is, you said it was over, but it was not over. You said it was over. And literally, she repeats it. And we're like, fuck, we, we remember this. Like, yeah. this, is, this was hidden back there. But, oh, of course, we remember yeah. this. Nah, 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 nah. Because they do have their little, like, they have their little, like, family. Like, because it was Nick, um... George and Nora's anniversary party. Yes. So they managed to pull it together. The weird subplot. Oh, we also forgot about that the 
Simon takes the car to go to a concert. So then the, the teenagers hide in the back. Oh, and yes. Then the car runs out of gas. And then Simon leaves the car. And then the teenagers leave the car. And they don't have their phones. And then the one teenager falls down a mountain and has a ridiculous amount of blood coming out of her leg. Yeah, it's because so Simon wants to impress this kombucha girl. Or sorry, vegan girl. Yeah. I mean, same thing. And he wants to go to this concert with her. And the two cousins, like uh, Luca and Skylar, Skylar, they get into a fight, kind of. It's like not like fight with them. It's like essentially, Luca says that Skylar is pretentious, which oh, well, she kind of was. <laughs> oh, literally, she's one of those girls who went to Europe once and will never stop talking about it. Yeah, like the whole the whole movie kind of revolved around her having this personality of like, oh. I bought my boots in the Netherlands and like I get to travel with my dad Mm -hmm. and like I got to go to like a music festival and all this stuff so of course like her cousin's gonna be jealous and like say something Mm kind of mean and like at one point too I think there is they they decide to go they Casey sends the kids orienteering which is like so ridiculous so weird like such a weird like oh she's like we'll have like a bondy moment for all of you and then luca takes off and essentially like abandons his younger brother like somewhere in the forest so then they have to find him mm-hmm. and so then they call uh skylar calls luca on the phone and starts going off on him in the worst french imaginable Oh, it's so bad. Like, it's, it's so bad. It was so bad. And I and I think it just has to do with the fact of, like, if you, like, learn French in Canada, your accent is not going to be good. No. <laughs> like, half the reason, like, I took French and I wanted to have a second language, but I was so mortified by my accent that I can't do it. I can say, like, random words very well because they're, like, my favorite words. That is it, though. So this poor girl is, like, yelling at her cousin in terribly broken Canadian French. And he's just like, huh? Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> like, he doesn't care. And, like, it's it's so bad. It's like it's like what I sound when I try to read French. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not good at all. Yeah. Oh, and then, like, they have, like, weird cameos. So, like, the principal is now a border agent because Derek made him quit his job. Oh, yeah, like, (laughs) he made him hate school. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, so people will respect me. And I was like, people don't really respect border agents. Yeah. And then, like, it's, it. okay, so here's the thing. So, once the movie was announced, so they, they have... The three younger siblings, excluding Simon, because he was a baby. He doesn't care. Yep. But the actors who play Lizzie and Edwin, they made a TikTok going, I can't believe they made, like, like they're having a family reunion without, without us. Because them and Marty are not in the movie. Yeah. And they're, it's like. They're not, they, even, they're not even, like, really mentioned. They're not mentioned at all. And yeah. I was like, so, because Liz, uh, the, act, the actress who plays Lizzie. She, I think, makes music now. She, like, was on Life of Derek and then Degrassi and then was, like, 
big on Tumblr. I think they're pretty big on TikTok. Uh, she said she's like releasing music. And then we fa- I found out that Edwin is a radio host here in Vancouver. Which I think is amazing. <laughs> I love that for him. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, we should find him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a radio station. Yeah. Um, but they're not even mentioned at all. And then like, oh, like Derek Cedar, who plays Derek. Oh no, his name is Michael Cedar. Or Michael Derek? Michael Cedar. Michael. Yeah, it's like oh, it was like unfortunately we just didn't have time to include them. They could have like made a cameo, but like due to schedule, I don't know. But like, the, I mean, to to be fair, like I don't think they really needed. To, they could have added to the story. It would have been nice if they were at the reunion. Yeah. But I think you could have added them to the story if like maybe Kate. See, the thing is, like, the two younger kids, I feel like, the, okay, so, the movie was not good. I'm just going to say, it. it was not good. <laughs> it was not good. Um, I mean, okay, was, well, let's preface, though. Like, Life with Derek as a TV show probably wasn't great. Oh, no, it's probably our nostalgia. Yeah. But, but it did have some good episodes. So yes, if, of okay, course. Here's how, what I would have done. If I found out, okay, because they definitely planned for a series, but they only got a movie. And then we were watching the credits. I saw that they got a bunch of Canadian grants. Like, they got, like, the TELUS grant and stuff, and that's for, like, low-budget films. And you could tell it was low-budget. Yeah. They pretend to have a helicopter, and I'm like, that's 100% like a toy helicopter in the sky. Yeah. It was... It was not a real helicopter. No. It was... A lot of the choices for this movie just felt very weird. Also, even the title alone... Of it being called Life with Luca mm-hmm. did not make sense because no. the movie did not really revolve around Luca. Like, honestly, I kind of feel it revolved more around Skylar. Well, okay, that's it would have it would have made sense because the because Skylar okay, so why why they called it that? Because like Luca was supposed to be like Derek. But like if they they the show is life with Derek, then the if you're going to do like the gender like flip, then it should have been life with Skylar. Yeah. And you could have come up with some alliteration name. Like mm-hmm. I mean, hell, you could have been like, oh, she was born in Europe, so Luca's a gender neutral name. I don't I don't care. It yeah. just felt like the name alone felt misleading because like Luca was like, really not a main character. Like, no. honestly, like, none of the characters were main characters. <laughs> because everyone had, essentially, like, the same amount of screen time. There wasn't, like, an overarching plot. I think, like, the overarching plot would have been the fact that Skylar's going back to Canada to, like, reunite with her family. Mm-hmm. and, like, tried to build a bond with her cousin that she hasn't seen in forever, and the last couple times it's been not great instances with him. Like, mm-hmm. I grew up with boy cousins. They're not always the nicest. Oh, yeah, my my cousin Colin, who, who were the same age, but he would try and, like, fart on her face because he thought it was funny. Oh, yeah, like, boys are just obviously a different breed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, but, like, my thing, okay, so if I was going to... So if I'm going to change this movie, what I would do is, like, the Nick and Nora Jewel Thieves subplot, get rid of that. Not needed at all. Not needed at all. Sexy at 16, not needed at all. No. No, what it should be is, like, I I do like them all coming for a family reunion. Yes, that made sense. That made total 
That like that part made total sense. But what I would have done is I would have almost done it kind of like a bottle movie where what I would have done is is kind of like so in the life with uh Derek movie vac like vacation with Derek, they go to see they go to um, this like camp to see their grandma. Yes. What what it would have been better is if so grandma's passed away. They all go back to grandma's house to kind of like clean up and then maybe maybe they're selling the house but like the kids don't want them to sell the house and then I would have only given I would have given Casey two kids I wouldn't have given her both I wouldn't have given her three kids I would have cut one of the kids yeah um I understand they are going for that angle of like overwhelmed parent yeah but, but you can be overwhelmed with two yeah you you really can Especially when it's one, like, especially when it's just her. Like, if it's two parents and two kids, then it's like, all right, we each can take one. But when yeah. it's one, and then, so I would have had that. And, like, yeah, she could have still had thing where, like, she's trying to get work done because that made sense. She's yeah. trying to get her work done. And then it just, if it was more contained, and then they could have had Lizzie and Edwin and Marty there and Simon, I guess. <laughs> Like, I think that would have been better because pe people watched it for them and then you have the younger kids fighting. And, like, I feel like that would have made more sense as a story. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they were doing too much at once. Oh, God, yeah. Like, it just, it was like, okay, now this is happening. Now this is happening. Okay, now we're cutting to, like, Derek and Casey having, like, a weird sibling argument for, like, no reason at all. Like, it's not furthering the plot. Like, essentially, Casey left it up to Derek to plan the anniversary party. And then it's just, like, it, like, that, that plot, like, never moves along until the last 20 minutes of the movie. Mm -hmm. And it just makes no sense because it's, like no just if if you if he can't like have it be like a one and done situation of him just like messing something up being like okay someone else is going to organize it now but because there was like too many little subplots it was weird like kelsey you mentioned earlier there was a moment where casey went to take a bath in their beautiful clawfoot bathtub she gets a call that her kids are in jail because of a go-kart incident that was very weird and so she, like, the tap didn't turn off when she got out of the bathtub. Which is also kind of strange because there was a scene of her in the bathtub with the tap off. So I don't know, like, she must have, like, hid it or something when she was coming out of the bathtub. But it ha also had the overflow thing, so I don't... Yeah, so it was very odd. I mean, the, yeah. over the overflow thing, like, doesn't always work. I can understand that as, like, a safeguard, like, whatever. The the time that the tub overflowed and then we see the kids at the police station and we talk to the police officer and then the kids get taken out of the police station. Also, <laughs> this part made me laugh so bad. So the kids are in the play air in the police station because essentially they go go karting and they the youngest son Casey's youngest son goes off the track and drives into the street of the small town they're in, and so he goes to the police station and he's like asleep on the couch just because essentially he had a sugar rush and then he crashed. So Casey goes to grab her son out of the police officer's office, 
And it's why Casey has never grabbed a child before, because she's literally, like, hoisting him out. And it's a scene that, honestly, went on for, like, a little too long, but it was so funny, because she's oh, just, like... Oh, the funniest part of the movie. Yeah, she's like, excuse me, I'm so sorry. Ugh, like, dragging this kid along like he's a dead body. And oh, I'm just absolutely. Like, oh, my God. So then, from that part to when they go back to the house... There's a whole other scene of dialogue that probably would span, I would say, in, like, the, sp- like, movie time, I would say was, like, a couple hours at that point. Mm-hmm. But when they got home, the bathtub wasn't immediately leaking. It took, like, another, like, 15 minutes into the movie. And I was like, so did, is, are we not going to address the bathtub? Like, at one point, I was like, why Why are they not talking about it? And then they talked about it, like, five minutes later, and it was just this, like, small, drippy hole. Like, it, somehow the water didn't leave the bathroom at all. Mm-hmm. It's just this, like, really small hole. And I was like, have they never seen, like, a Hollywood movie where, like, like they could have been ridiculous. The water could have kept, like, could have come down the stairs. Like, I think that would have got the point across a lot better. But I guess, like, maybe faking water damage in a house is probably not a great idea. <laughs> yeah, I, it was, it was weird. They, they tried too much, and it was a lot. It was not a good movie, and... No, unfortunately. I think it also, like, okay, like, the thing was, is what, like, with Derek had is because all of the, all of the characters were flawed. They were very flawed. But yet, you liked all of them because... It, all of their intent made sense. Yeah, they but were. Like, um, but like w- with the main characters, Luca and Skylar, neither of them were likable. No, not. You didn't want to root for either of them. No, like Luca was a really moody, shitty little teenager, and Skylar was kind of pompous. And I like again, they're trying to emulate like Derek and Casey, but Derek and Casey were still like normal high schoolers who every once in a while would like get made fun of in school and it felt like when Skylar and Luca would make fun of each other it was like charged (laughs) it was not nice so that really sucked and it 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 was it also was kind of sucky because like Casey's younger kids like the girl and the boy they were so sweet and they just wanted to hang out with their cousin but like Skylar did not care and also Luca was a shitty older brother oh such a shitty older brother you abandoned him in the forest yeah like I like okay we all know like Derek was like a shitty brother but I don't think Derek ever abandoned his siblings in a forest but the the difference is too is like so Derek was not always the nicest to Edwin, which I get it. You're the older brother, you're the little, little brother. But he would not, but like there, Edwin was still, I think like at least 10 when they started. This kid's still in a booster seat. He's like maybe six. Yeah. Like Derek never would have abandoned Marty. Yeah, like the whole plot point of like at the beginning of the movie when Luke is doing the BMX trick and Casey comes after him to be like, why are you doing this? It's because he forgot to pick his siblings up from school for, like, the fifth time. Yeah. Because he wants to film these little YouTube videos. And I'm like, the fifth time? The fi- like, it's- Like, it's, dude! He's so shitty. And, like, I don't know. I just- it didn't make sense to me because- I don't know. It just, like, his whole character 
Like, both of their kids did not make sense to me. The two little kids made sense that they were Kate, um, Casey's kids. Like, when... At one point, Casey swears, and the, and the little, like, six-year-old boy goes, Ahem, pay up. She's like, fair, and she slaps him a toonie. And yeah. I was like, yes, that makes sense. Yeah, like, that's how a kid would 100% react. Like, that yeah. is normal. Like, you swore? All right, where's my money? Yeah. Um, and that makes sense because, like, her kid would be like, all right, mom's, like, all about rules when they're little. They're like, yeah. And then she talks about, oh, you know, Luca was my best friend. When he was little, he followed me everywhere. And, like, well, yeah, he's a teenager. He's rebelling. But this just seems weird. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little too rebellious, I think. Yeah. They, but he, it, also, he also had poor rich kid syndrome, though. Yeah. So, again, these these characters that got, like, really tropey just became so unlikable. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel really bad. Like, I know this is a movie made for, like, <laughs> like children. And I'm sure there's going to be kids that enjoy it. So maybe I'm, like, maybe we're being, like, a little too critical. But, okay, like... You know why? You know why I'm not going to be too critical? Because things can be made for children and they can be made fantastically yes. well. Yes. Avatar The Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra. Hell, I rewatched Shrek, like, last week, and that movie is still fantastic. Yeah, Shrek is good. But all made for children, but still tell full stories with with likable characters, like How to Train Your Dragon. Like So good. So good. These are all made for children. So yeah. I don't believe that just because something's made for children means it ha- it can it can kind of suck and it can kind of slack. And I think that unfortunately happens more with live action than it does with cartoon. Yeah. Because I feel like there's definitely way more passion in from the writers and the animators in children's cartoons to tell better stories than with live action stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, there's obviously better live action shows for kids than than like I mean like I like I mean we were like the Hannah Montana generation but like Hannah Montana was actually quite like rewatching it back it actually ages pretty well yeah same with like Wizards of Waverly Place mm-hmm. um Sweet Life somewhat like somewhat somewhat Honey with a Chance does not age well at all no. um but like Wizards is really good because that one like all the characters, like even the what you like, Alex was kind of a huge asshole. Yeah, but she made you want to root for her because she did have a lot. But that is what a well-written character looks like. Yeah, she she was flawed a lot, but she was always there for her family. Like at the end mm. of the day, and her family was yeah. there for her. And they even they addressed like the Wizards of Waverly Place movie. Like, kind of makes me cry because <laughs> like it's kind of sad. Um, I've. So I don't, I hate that excuse. Oh, it's made for children. No, you can write something well that's made for children. This is true. Okay, never mind. I take that back. Especially as somebody who watches a lot of kids' cartoons. I've actually been watching the Proud Family reboot. Mm -hmm. And it's very good. Oh, that's good to hear. I would, uh, like, a thousand out of ten. I mean, I think I've only seen, like, three episodes. But essentially the show starts and it's, um... Penny essentially has like gone through puberty and so they like address it and they go through and like they reintroduce you to the characters you already know and then there's a couple new ones and then they even address like Sticky has moved um so he's not in the show but there's like two new characters yeah and they do a really good job of like 
just like handling topics like they did one about uh influencers they did one about uh i think the one the last one i just watched was um the two new characters they have two dads Mm -hmm. and so that's like a whole talking point and they handle it like incredibly well (laughs) and i know there's like another episode where i think like zoe is starting to date somebody but then it turns out he only dates like white girls and zoe has a hard time realizing that and so like her friends are like trying to help her through these like racial issues and i'm like damn like it's good tv (laughs) oh yeah the proud family has always been great yeah um because they they did that episode where they did the like this the child swap where she stayed with a muslim family yeah that was really good so like that but see again children's tv can be well written and well and tackle issues this just felt it felt weird like the thing is like i know because so so the actors Casey and Derek, they produced they were producers on this. Yeah. So like neither of them has really been doing much. So I understand. They're like, all right, we can jump on the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Let's try and reboot the series. And they were like, okay, we'll do a movie. So I feel like but I don't think either of them are writers. I don't think so either. I think they probably pitched a bunch of ideas, but neither of them are writers. And then like when you don't have a lot of budget you can't hire top tier writers and unfortunately people are like if you find good writers like you can't feed you can't feed your family with a uh, experience and um oh god what's the word exposure yeah so they probably didn't have top tier writers and the two of them probably wrote like a lot of it um and i think that's why it's so disjointed because yeah. neither of them are definitely writers um, well, and a lot and- of the kids, too, like, this was their first film credit, mm-hmm. so, again, like, they're new to this, but it just, it didn't do the original, <laughs> the original property justice, it just, mm-hmm. it, it was not it. Yeah. It was not it. No. So, I was disappointed. I wanted, like, the thing is, like, I went into it wanting to enjoy it. Yeah, like, I went into it being like, absolutely, let's watch this. I'm curious as to how mm-hmm. they're going to age up Casey and Derek. Like, they're they're still the same. They do their weird mm-hmm. little, like, sibling fights. There's no weird tension in the movie with them, oh, which is really God. good. Yeah. They try to do a little cousin tension, but it did not work at all. No, it was weird. It was really weird. Oh, my so, God, like, you, okay, so here's the thing. So in, we all, we all know in books and, like, movies, they have the trope where one character, they, you know, they fall, they hurt themselves. Oh, no, you're bleeding. And, you do, you know, you do the rip off the bottom of your shirt and yeah. then you tie it around and it's, like, a sexy moment. So she falls. And she falls, like, down, like, rolls down a hill. Yeah, she, and, like, she tumbles. <laughs> she oh, tumbles. Hard. And then he goes, oh, and he's like, you're bleeding. He takes off his jacket and tries to turn it into a tourniquet. And that thing was way too fucking big. It was ridiculous. And they yeah. like, and the, the, that moment where he's tying it was weird. And I was like, no, please don't make this sexual tension. But it was so awkward. Thankfully, there was no sexual tension. But it was just weird. Yeah, it was just, he literally took his whole jacket and wrapped it around her leg. And we're, I was sitting there like, dude, that's, that's not, no, you're, no. Rip, like, rip your jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Or, like, take your shirt off, which obviously we didn't want to see a teenager. No. Take the not. shirt off. 
But like in real life, what you would have done is take your shirt off, put the jacket, you put your jacket on. Yeah. And then use your t-shirt because that, that makes more sense because that's fabric that's probably cotton, which is better for that. No, and it was like a track jacket too. It was. Not, not the smartest choice. I understand. Look, desperate times call for desperate measures, but I think the desperation, uh, <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> Just no. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. As we said, Harry Styles said it best. It was the movie. Yeah, the one thing about this movie. Honestly, this wasn't a movie though. It was a no. <laughs> it was a TV show. <laughs> it was a pilot that went too long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was, yeah, it was something because it was like a made-for-TV movie because they obviously had like the clear when you knew they were going to commercial. Yeah. Um. And at the but, end, when they did like the reunion of Derek's band and like Derek and Casey are singing that said it was over but wasn't over, then like Luca and Skylar then do another rendition of that, trying to like set it up for the next generation. And they were, like, low-key being, like, oh, maybe a TV show. And we and both, like, finished the movie going, sweetie, no. Sweetie, no, you're not getting a TV show. Yeah, sweetie, I don't think so. No. Like, no. <laughs> no. No. But, yeah, it was a movie we watched. We thought we would share. Um, I think if you're going to make a reboot, you got to do it well. Or it just seems like a stupid cash grab. Yeah. And I don't think this was this was not a cash grab because I don't think they made any money. Um, I think this was them trying to like reboot their careers and it did not work. No. Unfortunately. Yeah. But on that note Maybe maybe we'll get a I don't know. There apparently was eight seasons of the last step. Oh, there was eight seasons? <laughs> yeah, there was eight seasons of The Last Step. So I was like, maybe we'll get, like, a reboot of that. No. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So before we end it, because I feel like feel like it might be time to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. So one fun fact about me is, like I said, one of my things I'm very interested in is movie and TV, and I know which actors in things, and I watch things. I go, where have I seen you before? So I'm <laughs> watching The Last of Us. Uh-huh. And... It's the episode with Sam and Henry. Um, mm -hmm. I don't want to spoil it, but the last of us is really good and also devastating. Yes. But I'm like, why does Henry look familiar? It was it. So I think it's called the next step. Was I can't it... calling it something else? Yeah, the oh. last step. Oh, oops. Yeah, but he <laughs> was in the. Step. He was a he was a dancer in the next step, and like the next step was like this weird like mockumentary about a dance studio yep. and like i was like oh that's you and i was like well he has come a far way he he has grown his career yep oh my god the show is still going on oh it's it started in 2013 and graduated high school in 2013 gross i know right so that's 10 years yeah it's still going on it was on family channel till 2019 and then there was a YouTube special, oh. and then it was on CBC Gem, and now it's on YTV. So, it's kind of crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, you know, to, to, 
Teach Drone, yeah, if you look at, like, the promotional posters for the next step, Henry's on them. <laughs> yeah. Well, Amy, you have a month. Uh, you canceled your free child. You better watch those eight seasons. I'm going to be able to see Henry do his, like... Pirouettes. Pirouettes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was, like, what he was known for, was, like, he could do, like, four spins. Something like that. Yeah, I, I feel like I remember that. God. Uh, I'll just watch all the old Canadian TV shows. Oh, yeah. So all the Teletoon ones are already on Prime. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes sense. Like, yeah. The Last of Us is shot in Canada. He's Canadian. Yeah. But, He's... like, that's the, th- that's the thing watching, like, Canadian stuff. Because, like, we've talked about this in the past. If um if something's shot in Canada, you have to have a certain amount of Canadian actors. But, like, kind of the same Canadian actors will, like, you can tell who's, like, an Eastern Canadian actor and who's a Western Canadian actor. For sure. Yeah. So, I mean, he did go all the way to Alberta, and he's technically an Eastern Canadian actor. I mean, maybe he lives out, like, in Vancouver now. We don't know. Or no. Or maybe he lives <laughs> in California. Like, We don't know. If you actually want to make your career out of yourself, you end up having to move to California. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. but good for him. Good for him. <laughs> oh, yeah, good for him. He's He was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, to wrap the episode up, R.I.P. Teletoon, you will be missed. R.I.P. Pour, pour one out for um, Total Drama Island. Although I think that was picked up by Cartoon Network. So Oh, that was, yeah, because Total Drama Island is just fantastic. Oh, it's so That's good. <laughs> fantastically weird. And, like, yeah. oh, I loved it as a kid. Yeah. But, like, Teletoon, you know... You gave us such hits as Angela Anaconda. I really liked Angela Anaconda. <laughs> um, 16, Total Drama Island, Johnny Test. Totally Spies. Yes, Totally Spies. Cannot forget that. Absolutely. Oh, I love Totally Spies as a kid. Brace Face. That show made me terrified to get braces oh, when I was, that was older. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Last question for you, Amy, before okay. we before I make you do the outro. Okay. As a little Canadian girl, mm-hmm. you and your friends, mm-hmm. when you played Totally Spies, mm. which one were you? Oh, I was Alex. That makes sense. Yeah. I, <laughs> I loved Alex. <laughs> see, the thing was, like, I fought against my my nature so hard when I was young because I wanted to be Sam because Sam was the smart one. Mm. So I wanted to be Sam, even though we all know I'm Clover. Yeah, you're Clover, sweetie. I just, I wanted to argue with my nature so badly, but, but yeah, I was like, I'm going to be Sam because I'm the smart one and I'm the leader. There's nothing wrong with being, there's nothing wrong with being Clover. We love Clover. We do. We do love Clover. Yeah. She, she, she the best. I never thought I was like cool enough to be like Clover. And maybe this also should have been a sign, but, like, she was, I thought that, like, her being boy crazy was a little, like, I was like, that's too much. I liked Alex because she was, like, sporty and, like, just kind of there. Plus, she was the one who was, like, kind of always getting kidnapped. And I was like, that would be me. (laughs) I would always be the one accidentally doing something I'm not supposed to do. And I was not smart enough to be Sam. (laughs) Every episode, we find out the closet door was made out of glass. More. <laughs> we really do. I did like Clover though, because like she was really into fashion, and that's what I liked. Yeah. But yeah, I was a little bit. Yeah. I liked. I, uh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but yes, maybe. Well, I guess we'll see if Life with Luca will go anywhere. Probably not. 
Probably not, but you never know. You never know. Far worse shows have gotten far more money. <laughs> Truly. Ah, that okay, was a Amy. trip down memory lane. Canadian memory lane. Yeehaw. Now give us the Yeehaw. outro. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening this week. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our descent into... I don't want to say terrible Canadian media, because that's not fair. We have gems. We listed yeah. some of them. Yeah. But into, into some old Canadian media that we all grew up with, and I'm, I'm glad that the weird family incest was a, was a North American thing. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I felt weird. I literally asked Becca. I was like, you watch this show, right? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, so you know that like their relationship was kind of on? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, good. This is not, like, something I have to overly explain. <laughs> yeah. But you can find us on most podcast streaming platforms. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Anchor. You can also find us on YouTube at Can You Take My Shift. That's where you'll find these video recordings. And if you give us a subscribe and like over there, we'd really appreciate it. You can find us on social media, on Twitter at CYTMS Podcast, and on Instagram and Facebook at Can You Take My Shift. You can find Kelsey at Kelsey Pete's on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. And you can find me, Shelly Amy, at that on the Instagram, TikTok, or Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch as well. So until next time, Kelsey, can you take my shift? Derek, you are the most annoying brother. Step brother. Same difference. Yeah. All right. The music makes it so much worse. <laughs> The music makes it so much worse. I hate it here. Alright, we can go now. <laughs> Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system.